This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine, let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. Thank you, Ed, for the song selection. Thank you, Brian, for our communion thoughts this morning. I want to say a special thank you to our Bible class teachers, to our shepherds, to our deacons, to everyone who serves at this church to make this place so special. We are so appreciative of you and of your efforts. I want to say good morning and welcome to the Mission Viejo Church of Christ. If this is your first time visiting with us this morning, you are our honored guest. We're so excited that you're here with us on this Mother's Day. We're going to ask you to do us a favor, though. In the back of your pew, you'll find a visitor's card. Take that out and fill it out. And there's a box in the foyer that you can place that card into as you exit. Or you can hand it in to me or to one of our shepherds. We want to have a record of your attendance so that we can write you a note and invite you back out to this church because I don't think you'll find a finer church in all of Mission Viejo. I'm going to ask uh, my, our, I say my, our mothers this morning uh, to stand, if you will, to stand where you are. So let us recognize you. Stand up, if you will. Come on now. Stand up. Let's look at them. Let's give them a round of applause. Those are our mothers. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Uh, being a mother is a very tough job. I don't know that it is, but I can tell that it is, right? I look at the stress that uh, mothers go through and the things that they have to do. We just want to say uh, uh, thank you to you and to your service. Uh, Mother's Day is a day that comes with mixed emotions for, for some. And the reason why it comes with mixed emotions is that uh, some mothers are, are brand new mothers and still trying to figure out motherhood. And as I look, I'm looking at Heather right now with her brand new uh, baby back there and trying to figure out motherhood and what it's all about and how to process that. And it can be difficult and it can be hard at times. Um, some mothers, some of your mothers have gone to be with the Lord uh, recently, maybe within the past year or two. And as you think about Mother's Day, your heart breaks and you're sad, but you're happy at the same time thinking about your mother. For many of you, maybe your mother has passed away some time ago, and it's been a while, but whenever Mother's Day comes around, you feel uh, that warm and fuzzy inside when you think about your mom. So this day is a special day for you, and it comes with mixed uh, emotions. And then still, I think of others out there who maybe want to be mothers, but because of physical limitations, they are unable to take on that responsibility or that task because they just can't. And the pain that they might feel because of that. And we read about women in Scripture who were unable to conceive and the difficulties they had uh, there. Whatever category you find yourself in this morning, I want to say we all came from a woman, right? So... If you didn't have your mother around, or if someone else raised you, or if you're a stepmom, so forth and so on, I want you to pick a woman that has been uh, a blessing to you in your life and find some way to honor that person. If they are your mother, great. If they're not, great. Today is all about honoring 
our mothers. And after the service today, where is Brian? Brian's here. Brian is going to do us a favor. He has uh, a bunch of flowers prepared, and our little ones are going to come after their uh, classes are over and at the conclusion of the service, and they're going to pass flowers out to our mothers, okay? So uh, we're excited about that. So that's going to be at the end of the service. But today is a day about honoring our mothers. And many of us who are uh, hard-line Church of Christ folk, we say no. Today is a day that we come together and we honor God. And that's right, it is. But did you not know that the scripture says, honor thy father and mother? And a great place to honor thy father and thy mother is when we come together to honor our heavenly father who gave us our mothers. Amen. So this morning, that's what we're going to do. And we all know the verse. And it's found in Exodus chapter 20 and verse number 12, which is our first passage this morning. It's an Old Testament passage. When we looked at the Ten Commandments, it became very clear that from the beginning, as this new nation had been formed and these people are now following God, that one of the commandments that he put in there that was so profound and so important is this, and it's what we read this morning, right? Honor thy father and thy mother. And here's where I really want you to pay attention, okay? Part B of this verse. Why do you do that? Why do you honor your father and mother? So that you may live long in the land the Lord your God is giving you. The reason you honor your mother is so that you could live long. I want you to just think about that. Honor your mother so that you may be able to live long. You see, this is a commandment, and it's reiterated in the New Testament. So if we don't follow this command, we find ourselves in sin, right? But God has given us our mothers to better our lives, and we'll live long if we obey mom. I've got a story to tell you. I think I was about 13 at the time, and it was my birthday, and I had been begging and begging my mom for a skateboard. Have I ever been on a skateboard before? No. But all my friends had this new skateboard, and I wanted the skateboard too. And my mom said, Jason, you don't need a skateboard. You're clumsy. You're going to hurt yourself. And just because all your friends have a skateboard is the reason why you want one. Maybe you should get a bike. And I said, no, Mom, I have to have this skateboard. And I'm going to be the next Tony Hawk or whoever. I mean, just had in my mind that I was going to be an amazing skateboard person, right? So my mom, for my birthday, got me this skateboard, and she said, Jason, on this skateboard, you make sure you're very careful. You put on that helmet and those elbow pads and the knee pads, and you think I was going to wear that? I'm too cool for that stuff, right? So I said, Mom, don't worry about it. I'm not going to wear that, and I know how to skate. And she said, Jason, you be very careful on that skateboard. And I said, Mom, I'm going to show you how good I am. So I went up to the top of the hill in our driveway, and it was a long, steep drop down. And I said, Mom, let me show you what I could do. And she said, Jason, do not do that. And I said, Mom, I got it. Okay. So I got on that skateboard and I went down that hill and I gave itself two kicks and I just zoomed down. I mean, shoo, right? And, and I couldn't stop myself. At the bottom of the hill was a big pile of gravel. So as I was going down the hill, I said, this is not going to end well, right? I hit that gravel and I flew in the air. And I looked like Superman that day. I mean, I was just, right? And I felt like I was in slow motion while I was in the air, and I kind of turned back to look at my mom while I was in the air, and she was going, no, right? 
And I hit that gravel and I came down and I cut my shoulder up. I still have a scar today because of the gravel that I hit and how bad I cut myself. I turned around to see what my mother's expression was going to be and my mother wasn't there. She went into the house. She was gone. I was thinking my mom was going to rescue me, but she went into the house. So that day I picked up my skateboard and I started walking up the hill. And my little brother, he said, that was awesome. <laughs> that was amazing. I'm going to try it next. I said, no, don't do that. Went into the house and I saw my mom sitting on the couch and she said, I told you not to do that. And because you <laughs> did that, this is the result. I don't ever want to see you on that skateboard again. So I said to my mother, you got it. I never rode a skateboard since. I don't even look at skateboards anymore because my mom was that disappointed. Funny story, but I say all that to say this. Mothers are there to bless your life and to give you a long, healthy life if you would just obey, if you would just listen to them. And that's what Scripture says. Obey your mother and your life will go well and you'll live long on the earth. Thank the Lord for our mothers. I want to do this. Does anybody know the history of Mother's Day, how it got started in America by show of hands? You guys know the history? You know what? It, some of us do, some of us don't, but it's, it's one of those things that we really don't study, right? So what I want to do is just give you a real quick history lesson, and then we'll get into some, some scripture, and then, and then the message will be yours. But I want to give you the history of Mother's Day uh, in America. Mike, go to this next slide. This is a woman by the name of Anna Jarvis. I love her hat, by the way. Dapper. Um, this lady is, uh, uh, she's one that uh, has a very, very interesting story. You see, Anna here uh, was born in West Virginia. West Virginia. And she was born to a family of 13. I think she was like number 10 in, uh, in, in the, 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 the siblings uh, order number there. She had... 13 uh, altogether. She was number 10. Her mother uh, was a stay-at-home mother that raised all of her 13 children. And Anna just really, really loved her mother. Uh, she was the apple of her mother's eye. They had a very special relationship. Anna's mother was actually, uh, I think at one point, uh, a, she worked with the Red Cross and took care of soldiers. I mean, she was just a wonderful wonderful mother. Anna grew up in a Christian household. I think she was a member of an Episcopalian church or something like that, or a Methodist church. And over the course of time, Anna's mother passed away. And Anna said, you know, I want to figure out some way to honor my mother. So they had a great big uh, memorial service at Anna's church where she just honored her mother. She rolled out the red carpet. She invited everybody from the community to come and to celebrate the life of her mother. And they say that day that church building was packed with soldiers, with all of her children, with their neighbors, with friends and family, all the people there that Anna's mother's uh, life had uh, touched were there at that church service. And it was just a wonderful, wonderful day that day. And Anna said, I'm not going to stop. I'm going to take this to Congress wow, how do you do that? I mean, she, she took this, this message to Congress and said, you know what, we need to have a special day. It needs to be a holiday where we come together and we honor our mothers. And you know what Congress said? They said, no, that, that can't be done. Because if we honor mothers, we're going to have to honor mothers-in-law too. And we really don't want to do that. Amen. 
I have a great mother-in-law, by the way. <laughs> so they said, no, we're not going to do that. We don't want to have a day where we honor uh, mothers. But Anna kept pushing. She kept pushing. And lo and behold, the president at the time said, you know what? This is a godly principle. And we're going to make sure we put this on the calendar. And we're going to honor. We're going to set apart a day to honor our mothers. And I think in 1911 was when it was officially began um, and Mother's Day started, right? So it was this wonderful, wonderful story. And you would think that Anna would be so excited that, that, that this holiday is now there and in place and everybody in America is going to celebrate this. But Anna began to get very jaded over the course of time because what happened was this holiday, Mother's Day, a day where we were gathered together to honor our mothers, became a day where people were trying to figure out how to make money off of this holiday, right? So it mentions uh, Hallmark. Bless Hallmark. And many of you have bought Hallmark cards to honor your mother. But Anna said, I was so upset when I saw the pre-written Hallmark cards that they were selling at the grocery stores. And I was so upset when I would go to the grocery stores and there was pre-cut flowers already there, formed and shaped in balloons, and all you had to do was come and to spend a couple of dollars and then drop that stuff off at your mother's house. It became a day of consumerism, just like many other holidays in America, and it lost its meaning just a little bit. So Anna got really upset that this holiday had now turned into a day where it's all about consumerism. So she went a step further and she tried to uh, get rid of Mother's Day. After she instituted it, she went back and she said, you know, this day is horrible. We need to get rid of it. But that time it was, it was too late. And that's kind of the history of how Mother's Day got started. Pretty interesting. But I love when Anna said, Anna said, you know, Mother's Day, it turned into a day of consumerism where it's really e easy to just throw some money at and get a gift and it doesn't take much time and thought to do something kind and nice for your mother. So I like that. And I want to run with I, that idea. And this morning, what I want to give you are some ideas uh, to bless the lives of our mothers without having to spend much money. Now, many mothers are like, wait a minute. I think we might like the money spending <laughs> just a little bit, right? But here's some ideas that we can use. And here's some things that I think all moms need this morning. So if you're taking notes, this is what every mom needs in my opinion. So write it down. I want you to teach these precepts to your children that are back in their classes today because I think uh, it'd be very, very beneficial. What every mom needs besides jewelry, besides fine dining today, besides roses and a massage, this is what every mom needs. They need those things too. But if you're broke, here you go. Next passage. Philippians chapter 1 and verse number 3, I think all moms need appreciation. Is that right? I think all moms need and welcome and want appreciation. And as I was looking at some passages of Scripture, I came across Philippians chapter 1 and verse number 3, New Living Translation. It says, every time I think of you, I give thanks to my God. I wonder if we do that when thinking about our mothers. And if we don't, I think that's something that we should practice. Amen. Whenever we think about mama and what she did for us and the example that she left, we ought to give God the glory and say, thank you, Lord, for giving me my mother. 
And I hope and pray today that many prayers have been offered up on behalf of your mothers, thanking the Lord that he gave you your mother. And if your mother is still living, I hope and pray that you have shown her some appreciation today for all that she has done and for her worth and her value in your life. You've got to give your mom appreciation. If she's still here in the flesh, you got to do it. I don't know a mother that will say, ah, oh, don't worry. No, that's no, not, no, no, no. The mothers say, yeah, you better appreciate me, right? <laughs> All that stuff I had to do for you, those diapers, those dishes, those snotty noses, everything. I want all the appreciation. And I think that's a good thing. We're supposed to honor our parents, our mothers in particular, and show them appreciation. Here's one that I know mothers need. And where do I get this list from? They actually did a survey of mothers, right, at at this, uh, I think it was a Barna study group. And they got together, and there was a whole bunch of mothers, and they said, hey, tell us what you need. So the first thing that mom said is they need appreciation. The second thing that they, they said in this group is that mothers need time to themselves sometime. Mothers need time to themselves. Now, I don't really like this one, but I think mothers do. They really need time to reflect. They need time for themselves. Why? Well, let's turn to Psalm chapter 127, verses 2 through 5. Let me tell you what mothers do for us, right? It is useless for you to work so hard from early in the morning until late at night. Now, God is not saying it's not important to work hard and put forth a maximum amount of effort, but anxiously working for food to eat, for God gives rest to his loved ones. And I love this this passage in the end. Children are a gift from the Lord. And I think all of us can say amen. They are a reward from him. Children born to a young man are like sharp arrows in a warrior's hand. How happy is the man whose quiver is full of them? <laughs> right? And I bet you the mothers are thinking, shoot, who's the one that's got to take care of all your bad children, right? So look at this passage. It's kind of Interesting here, right? We look at this back and we say, yeah, we love the children. We, we want to have more children, blessed, right? And mom is thinking, man, I'm the one that, you know, earlier on, I, I really have to take care of them, right? And I think about when uh, Mary uh, first had uh, Isabella. Layla was a daddy's girl the entire time. When she, you know, came into the world, she was always that she wanted daddy. When Izzy came out, Izzy was attached to the hip of Mary morning, noon, and night. Izzy wouldn't let her daddy hold her, right? So if Mary was feeding Izzy, I would go over and say, let me see my daughter. And Mary would hold Izzy up. Izzy would go, you know, wouldn't want to come to me, right? Even that, no, she's better now. But I remember Mary just, just being worn out and exhausted and tired because she would get up in the middle of the night. Heather's like, hey, man, I know what that's like right now. In the middle of the night, take care of the kid. Lay back down. All her time was invested into Izzy. And I remember Mary telling me one time, I just need some time to myself to let me breathe for a moment. So that's something that moms need. And dads can do a good job of helping. Give your mom some time if she's still with you. Next passage, Proverbs 31, verses 28 through 31. We know this passage. It's the, the kind, virtuous woman that we read about in Proverbs 31. Here's another principle that moms need. Moms need validation. Moms need validation. They need to hear that they are doing a good job 
and that they are the best mothers in the world. Because oftentimes what I've learned is mothers sometimes question themselves. Did I do that right? Did I raise my children in the right way? Was that something good to do? Did I mess up in this area? Moms need to hear validation. They need to know that they're doing a good job. Proverbs 31. Her children arise and call her blessed. Don't your children do that to you every morning, moms? When they wake up, they wake up in the morning, get ready for school. Mom, we honor you this morning. We bless you. Wouldn't that be wonderful if they did that, though, right? Yeah. Her children arise and call her blessed. Her husband also, and he praises her. Many women do noble things, but you surpass them all. Don't you love that? Try saying that to your mom. You surpass them all, mom. Charm is deceptive and beauty is fleeting, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Give her the reward she has earned, right? And that's an important passage there. And let her works bring her praise at the city gate. Tell your moms that they're doing a good job. Keep up the good work. And you know who's the leader in this process is his dad at home. Dad, you've got to make sure you model that, right? I've got to make sure I model that with, I'm, when I'm with my children. That, they need to say that, that I appreciate Mary and that I, I'm thankful for everything that she does and that she's doing a good job, and then the children will naturally model that as well. So it starts with dad at home. So if you still have your mothers around and, you know, dads, make sure you do that and, and show forth how appreciative you are and validate her. Um, even when she's like this. Go to the next slide, Mike. <laughs> Have you ever seen your mama bear side, your mom's mama bear side come out before? It's a frightening thing, isn't it, right? I'm still traumatized today from seeing my mom's mama bear side come out, right? So even in the midst of when Mama Bear comes out, you still got to validate, right? Not just avoid and get away, but say thank you. You know, I'm reminded of the time where uh, I was playing football. I think it was at Greater Atlanta Christian School. I was uh, playing football, and it was the first uh, game of the season, of the year. Um, and uh, I, I was doing a punt return. So the guy kicked the ball to me, and I caught the ball, and I took off. I mean, I was gone. It looked like Usain Bolt that day. Nobody can catch me, right? I was, I was gone. Not really, but running the football, made a couple of moves, and I was running out of real estate on the football field. I ran out of bounds, and I was out of bounds. The play was over. There was an offensive lineman, I believe, that weighed close to 300 pounds that after the play was over intentionally came and hit me in the leg. Broke my fibula that day. My entire senior year football career had been over at that point. It was over. I broke my leg. I was being recruited at the time by some top universities to play football to, but senior year, I did not play a single snap of football after that and I lost a couple of scholarships to different places. When my mom saw that this guy broke my leg, my mom got up from the stands and started screaming, oh no, you did it, you know? She got out of the bleachers, walked down the bleachers, and started walking across the field looking for the boy that broke my leg. And you know what? I was so embarrassed that day. So, and I felt sorry for the offensive lineman because my mom was going to take his head off, right? 
I forgot about the pain in my leg, and I was just more embarrassed for seeing that mama bear side <laughs> come out. But what I learned that day is mom just loves her children and wants to protect them. Sometimes she may embarrass you, but that's all right, because your mom loves you. That's why she's doing that. And you should thank her for the times where that mama bear comes out as well, too. Right? Amen. <laughs> Ephesians 4, 29. Here's something that I think we miss out on. Moms, moms need communication. You know, as we mature and as we grow up and, you know, our, our mothers um, get older in age and we get older in age, we kind of, we separate sometimes, right? We move to different parts of the country. Many of you mothers here this morning, you have children that are in different parts of the country now, right? They were in your home, but now they live in different places. What I'm learning is that mothers always want communication from their children, all right? And I'm not talking about communication. Mom, can you cut me a check? Rent is due, all right? I need some gas for my car. Not that kind of communication. But moms always want communication from their children, right? I think my mom loves it when I just call her out of the blue. Hey, mom, how you doing today? Or when I just pop by the house. How you doing, mom? Just coming in and checking in on you. Just want to see how you're doing. And say some kind words here. Your mother will love that and appreciate that. So I just want you to think through that concept, that principle there. Your mom wants communication. She wants to talk and wants to hear from you. So if you didn't call your mom today, you still have an opportunity if she's living. Make sure you call your mom and you say Happy Mother's Day and see how she's doing today, okay? Communication is key. Scripture says, do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen. And uh, I tell you what, have you ever seen a child disrespect their mother before in public by just saying some rude words, right? Have you ever seen that before? And the embarrassment that the mother has on her face because of that? That's terrible. I tried that one time. You get that one time, right? My mom had a stiff left jab. She, you know, I mean, she, I remember one time I was saying something. I said, Mom, you don't care. She, gone. Like, I never, right, I was still traumatized by that one today, too. But mothers don't need to hear that. They need to hear positivity, right? Even if you disagree with them or think something that they're doing is all, just keep your mouth shut and say, thank you, mother, all right? That's what I tell my kids all the time. When mom tells you to do something, you say, yes, mother. Even if you disagree, yes, mother, you got it. And moms appreciate that. And then lastly, as we close out today, moms need rest. And this last passage is in Matthew. Matthew chapter 11, verses 28 through 30. And we all know this text. Come to me, all ye who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And many of you are saying, well, how did this even apply to Mother's Day? How do you make this fit? I think the principle here is, bottom line, mom has a lot of responsibility. She's carrying a lot of stuff. And what she needs, what she needs is some rest. And we ought to do our best to offer her some rest. I will say this, uh, today is a great day to offer her some rest. Take mom out to lunch today, do the dishes for her. Uh, get her that massage, take care of your mom today and give her some rest. And really what you're doing is you're following what the Lord is telling you to do by honoring your parents, your mother, your mother there. 
So by way of invitation and way of conclusion, today I just want you to go in peace and make sure you honor your mother today. And when you do that, really what you're doing is you're honoring the Lord. And he's so pleased that you're keeping his precepts and his commands. So Brian, without further ado, did Brian take off? Did he go yet? Okay. So Brian's going to come in with our little ones. And so we're going to close out the service. We've got a song of invitation selected. If there's anyone here that needs to respond to the message that wants to give their lives to the Lord, this opportunity is for you.